Hey everyone, this is Pastor Rich, and welcome to My Bible Thoughts. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of separating the message from the messenger. I remember when I was first starting out in ministry, I was really excited to share the gospel with people. I would go to different college campuses in Illinois, and I would talk about how Jesus saved me and how he could save them too. But I quickly realized that not everyone was receptive to my message. Some people would listen politely, but they didn't really seem to get it. Others would outright reject what I was saying. Of course, it was frustrating at first, but then I realized that it's not always about the messenger. Sometimes it's about the message itself. That's why I love this passage from Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. Paul is writing to the churches in Galatia, and he's warning them about false teachers. He says, For I would have you know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel which was preached by me is not of human invention. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Christ. Paul is saying that the gospel is not something that he made up. It's not something that he learned from another person. It's something that was revealed to him by Jesus himself. I think it's an important reminder for us all. When we're listening to someone share the gospel, we need to be careful not just to listen to the messenger. We need to listen to the message itself. Now let's look deeper into the life and contributions of J. Gresham Machen. Born in 1881, Machen was a remarkable figure in the world of Christian theology during the early 20th century. His commitment to preserving what he saw as the purity of the gospel message left a lasting impact on the Christian community. Machen's journey began as a young man when he entered Princeton Theological Seminary, one of the most influential theological institutions of its time. He quickly gained recognition for his sharp intellect and theological prowess. In 1929, recognizing the need for a theological institution that would remain steadfast in its commitment to Orthodox Christianity, Machen founded Westminster Theological Seminary in Philadelphia. This institution would become a bastion of conservative theology, training future generations of pastors and scholars. However, it was Machen's battle against the rising tide of liberal theology within his own denomination, the Presbyterian Church in the United States, that truly defined his legacy. During the early 20th century, liberal theology was gaining ground in many mainline Protestant denominations. These liberal theologians questioned and reinterpreted traditional Christian doctrines, often diluting the core message of the gospel. Machen, of course, recognized the dangers of this theological shift and the potential consequences for the Christian faith. He argued that the heart of Christianity, the gospel message itself, was under threat of being watered down to the point of losing its transformative power. Machen's passion for preserving the integrity of the gospel message led him to become a vocal critic of liberal theology, both within his own denomination and in the broader theological landscape. In 1936, Machen penned a seminal work titled Christianity and Liberalism, where he outlined the stark differences between the historic Christian faith and the theological liberalism of his day. He argued that these were fundamentally incompatible worldviews and that compromising the doctrines of Christianity would ultimately lead to its decline. 
despite facing significant opposition and even schism within his own denomination, Machen remained steadfast in his defense of Orthodox Christianity. He continued to warn against the dilution of the gospel message until his death in 1937. His legacy endures as a testament to the importance of preserving the core teachings of the Christian faith. So what does this mean for us today? Well, it means that we need to be careful about who we listen to when it comes to the gospel. We need to make sure that the message we're hearing is the true gospel, the gospel that was revealed by Jesus himself. So here are a few practical steps we can take to make sure we're hearing the true gospel. First is deep understanding. Take time to deeply understand the scriptures, study, meditate, and seek insights. Number two, context matters. Pay attention to the historical and cultural context of the scriptures to interpret them correctly. Theological alignment. Ensure your message aligns with the core teachings of Jesus and the Bible. I have an online ministry that is just now starting to flourish, and I found this gives me a global reach and engagement to help spread the gospel message all day, every day. But of course, challenges persist in the digital realm too. And here's what I do. Online discernment. So encourage your audience to discern between authentic scriptural teachings and misleading information online. Digital community building. Foster genuine digital communities that support and encourage one another in their faith journeys. As we explore these principles, it's clear that they're just as relevant online as they are offline. In a world where technology connects us in unprecedented ways, the message remains the same. Ground any ministry in scripture, and this ensures that you're not just spreading information, but the eternal truth of the gospel. Let's take time to pray together. Heavenly Father, we come before you with hearts overflowing with gratitude for the precious gift of the true gospel. Lord, in this ever-changing world, we find peace and strength in the unchanging message of salvation through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for the immeasurable love you have demonstrated by sending him to bear the weight of the sins on the cross. Lord, as we journey through life, grant us wisdom and discernment to carefully choose the teachers and guides we listen to. Lord, as we lift our voices in prayer, we pray that your grace and wisdom may flow through us, enabling us to be beacons of your truth in a world so often veiled in darkness. May our lives reflect the transformative power of the gospel, drawing others closer to you. In the mighty and matchless name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we offer this extended prayer. May your presence be with us always. Amen. I hope this episode has helped you to understand the importance of separating the message from the messenger. Remember, the gospel's not about the person who is sharing it always. It's about the message itself. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day. Mm-hmm.